A quick hello and we're good to go. Welcome to the show, Erica Anger. Why, thank you, Jason, for having me. <laughs> I'm going to do that without the singing part, though. Yeah, what I loved about that is that you suddenly came to life at the end. That was a brilliant <laughs> piece of acting. Now, what I know about you is you've done boatloads of videos about digital marketing over the years. Sure. I've watched loads of them. And so you're more professional than I am. Uh, well, I have more experience, why don't we say that? <laughs> Sometimes we've been rather unprofessional in our videos, so maybe, you know, we got to choose our words carefully here. Yeah, I, I loved them. I mean, they're, they're great. They were highly recommended to anybody. Anybody who's interested in digital marketing, Eric's videos are absolutely amazing with Mark. Yeah. Um, we're at SMX West. You're sponsoring yes. and giving a talk. Yeah. Multiple talks. Yes. Great. One of which is about the convergence of SEO with content or something. Yes, something along those lines, yeah. Can you give me the proper title? Uh, well, uh, if I remembered it, uh, I think it's uh, Driving Great SEO Gains Through Content. Thank you. Okay. And my, but what I'm interested in looking at is how content is now less pure SEO and much more a marketer's tool and that any content we create should be more for marketing. Yes. Have I represented it reasonably well? Uh, yeah, and we'll get there, but just oh. to tie it back to the SEO piece. <laughs> I did tell you if I didn't ask the right question, uh, uh, you well, ask no, it. That's okay. What's the um, question? So, no, I think uh, what I'd like to do is start a little bit with what Google is doing that okay. drives this convergence, if you will, between SEO and content. Okay. Uh, and, I mean, the big thing is we've been tracking Google updates since... March of 2018, when all these core algorithm updates started coming out, and um, we, we looked at hundreds of sites, and we saw who went up and who went down, and did a lot of analysis. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, um, a couple of clear trends emerged. One is getting, Google's getting really in, uh, deeply into refining its understanding of user intent. Brilliant. Okay. Um, so one example query that we tracked in detail is the query digital cameras. If you look all the way back before the first update. Which is incredibly ambiguous. Uh, yes, it is. Okay, right. And before the first update, what you would have seen is in positions one and three, you would have seen um, digital camera review sites. Okay. And in positions two and four, you would have seen e-commerce sites. Okay. All right. So it's hedging um, its backs between am I looking correct. to inform myself or actually buy? Right, but there's a slight emphasis in favor of the review site. Good point. Right. A few months later, after a couple of these core updates, you're down to one review site, and it's in position three. And by okay. the time you get to September of 2018, the review sites are completely gone from the results. And that business model has um, just gone down the pan, yeah? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> and, uh, well, I mean, by gone. Gone from the top four. Yeah, okay. That's what I mean. Not, not totally gone. And, of course, ranking for many long-tail queries yeah, yeah, and things sure. like that. But, Sorry, still, I was oversimplifying, but, well, but it, it's changed the, 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 the format of what Google's showing because it's saying, okay, we're looking to buy? That's what they've decided, that it's okay. a commercial experience. And fast it, forward to today yeah. and the, the depth and density of things related to buying digital cameras, it, it dominates everything, to, not even above the fold, but the next layer below D the fold. Just sales. It's just all commerce stuff. Can I, can I ask a question, though? Yes, is, you can. Is, is that that they've figured out what the intent is or that they want to sell because they're becoming a sales engine? Well, of course Google wants to make money, but they can't do that at the expense of user satisfaction. Okay. 
All right. I mean, oh, we often forget I, that, don't they, we? They could push the envelope a little bit. They can't push it. Sorry for my bad English here. A lot of it. Okay, a little bit, not a lot of it. <laughs> that, so, that, that sounds like spam a lot. The, the, the Monty it, Python it, yes, theater piece. Brilliant. Okay. It does. So, but anyway, that's one of the major. I'm going to call you John Cleese from now on. No, you can if you want. Thank to. you, John. Yeah. Carry on. All right. Awesome. <laughs> so. On top of that, though, the other thing we saw is that sites that were doing a really good job publishing a depth and breadth of high-quality content, yeah. this is what ties back to our main topic for today, yeah. uh, were doing outstanding in these results. And some sites we saw that were publishing a ton of content, but the quality wasn't quite there. They might spike up in one of the updates and come whipping back down oh, in the next one. Right, okay. And back and forth, and it was very volatile. But the people who were really steady state with outstanding content um, just got outstanding results they across the board. kept going up and up and up and up. Yeah, so... It, it wasn't hockey stick, but, but it was kind of right. multiple little mountains going up. Yeah, exactly. So a nerd wallet, you know, it's just you know, it's climbing like crazy. Nerd wallet? Yeah, it's a uh, financial uh, information... Okay. Site. But you uh, have to be a nerd to know about it, because I don't know about uh, it. Yeah, evidently. Uh, <laughs> so you don't have a nerd wallet. No, I don't have a nerd wallet. So, um, but this is where um, it starts to get really interesting yeah. to, to our main topic for this conversation, which is, okay, what we saw in all this is that Google is starved for good content. Oh, that's an interesting point. Oh, can I quote you? You can. Google is starved for good content. Eric they, Engie. They're, they're, there they are. Uh, that they are. And um, so if we realize that and that they're rewarding that almost consistently through all these algorithm updates, um, uh, then maybe I ought to think about how I can do with more my content in, on my site. Which, which brings us back to the idea as a marketer, I should be comfortable making great content for my audience that's valuable to my audience. Yes. Whereas I'm less comfortable trying to do the SEO tricks of counting words or getting lots of inbound links. Exactly. So it, it, it's playing into my strengths as a marketer. It, it is. And then we're just going to play into our strengths as marketers another way, too. Brilliant. So, and that is that um, if you get out of the mode of creating content just on the high-volume keywords, which so many people do with their yeah. websites... Okay. Yeah, I, I always wondered, like, if, if you and rank for, for white paint, but you're a tiny little shop in a small town, and you get loads of orders for white paint, you've aimed at this keyword, you've managed to rank for it, let's say, you can't possibly fulfill the orders. Well, there is that, but I also maintain, in any case, um, uh, it, it's like, if, if you focus just on the keywords, then you're not producing content that satisfies a large percentage of visitors to your site. Okay. Because... Remember, people, the story of the long tail of search. <laughs> in the long tail of search, over 70% of the keyword volume goes to five and six and longer word keyword phrases, not the head terms. So if you okay. build just for those head terms, you're not building for that mass of detailed needs. So part of how I like to illustrate that. Well, I like is, this point. Yeah. Um, just an example I like to use. Let's say someone types in the phrase uh, Ford, uh, what's the current, uh, Ford Focus. Okay. Okay. Um, what do they really want? Well, maybe they're interested in information on Ford Focus. Duh. But um, uh, the reality is, do they want the hatchback, the electric, the sedan? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, wait a minute. That phrase didn't tell you that they wanted used or new. And if they want used, do they care about the year, the mileage range? They probably do. And I'm not even done yet. 
Um, I, wait a minute, I want to know whether I got the seat warmers, the seated steering wheel, the aluminum wheel, the moonroof, the sunroof. But we don't say it. So, well, if I create my content only about Ford Focus generally, I'm yeah. not addressing all of those stuff. Okay. Now, e-commerce sites that sell cars used and new, they get all this and they actually address all these things mostly, some better than others. But, but the reality is we need to apply the same thought process to how we think about content on our site. It mm. by nature needs to be layered and deep because that's the only way I'm going to satisfy a large percentage of visitors to my site. But each individual piece of content doesn't need to be deep. But the, the overall, the they, overall they, they content. They can cross-link to each other and you can cross-reference other Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, the skyscraper thing where you write incredibly long articles that explain yeah, everything yeah, right. is very difficult to consume. And if I do search for something detailed, I have to find it in there. Right. But if I create multiple articles linked together within a, a section, right. that's really easy for the user and for Google. Right. Exactly. And I'll tell you right now that there are people watching this who are into UX that are streaming, what about simplicity of design? Yeah. And, and what about the mobile experience? And it's like, you know what? If I have diabetes, the fact that I'm using my mobile device to do my research did not change the amount of content I want. Yeah. And so the answer to that is in UX design. So this is where you use accordions and things to streamline the presentation of the content okay. and cross-linking to other pieces of content. So if the user wants to drill down into different areas and get different answers, mm. uh, can, can get them. Because one person looking for information, I use diabetes, that's kind of a deep example, but uh, you know, let's say something about flowers, right? And they want to know something specific about planting flowers, say. Mm. Um, uh, so um, take 10 users who come to your site about planting flowers um, and ask them what they're interested in learning. You won't get the same answers from all 10 users. No. If they, will, if will, they will, will you get 10 different answers or will you get crossovers where a couple of well, people Well, there'll be a little bit of crossover. And so, I mean, there'll be some crossover for sure. Mm. But I mean, each one will, uh, no two will be identical. Okay, so. And, and of the 10, if they each identified five things they were interested in, um, so you would probably get, uh, I don't know, 30 different things in the list of things they look for. Okay. And so understanding how content needs to be layered and deep is why I see a marketer's vision of what to do with content marrying up with an SEO's vision. Yeah, okay. And can I push that further and say, let's, let's, forget, we'll about, <laughs> let's forget about, about Google for a moment and saying, if my content is shareable, let's say I can get it out to the social networks and it's useful and yeah. valuable and I get engagement, that's the right kind of content. And it's the right kind of content for me now, both for Google and for the social networks and perhaps for other platforms where I could place that content. Absolutely, and to just take that a step further, another way to think about it. <laughs> we just keep pushing the, 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 the envelope. The, yeah. Brilliant, thank yeah. you. Exactly, so um, just think about it this way. Let's say you're a new entrant uh, in, uh, you may not be a new entrant to a market, but let's say you're a new entrant in creating content in a given market. Yeah. Okay, um, the last thing you need to do is to create a set of Me Too content. Your mentality should be, what can I do to create, excuse the language, the best damn content on the web on this topic? Yeah, okay. Because that's how you're going to attract the attention from users, from potential linkers, from other marketers. That's how you're going to convert people into buyers. It all comes together. And uh, yeah, and that idea of saying, I'm going to copy what somebody else is doing and try and just perform better is fighting on a market that, or, or, or a space that's already owned. Yes. Uh, but also another point is, what do I have that the others don't have? 
What yeah. value can I bring that others don't bring and create content around that? Right. Differentiation always matters. Okay. So you need to do that with your content, as, same as anywhere else. Uh, you know, if you were creating a recipe site, we don't need another article on how to make French toast. Yeah. Uh, as I tell many people, it's one of my favorite lines is, uh, it's like been over 25 years since I've had French toast, I can still tell you how to make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the only people looking how to make French toast are students who have just left home, and yes. their mother or, mother or father always did the cooking for well, them, right. well, and they're desperate. Also, but there's also thousands of articles that already answer that question. Yeah. So how's your new one gonna do anything? Uh, yeah, no, very good point. So in the recipe space, you need to make a new recipe. Correct. But then nobody's searching for it. Uh, no, no, you gotta figure out how to create recipes that relate to uh, things that people are searching for that but bring wholly new angles. Or you create the demand around your product, which is educating. Yes. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I mean, kind of, I'm looking at this, uh, my personal example right now is I'm talking about brand SERPs. Yeah. What comes up when somebody Googles your brand name, your exact match brand name? Yeah. Can you, what does it matter? How can you control it? What can you do to control it? And how can you look, uh, how can you make it accurate, positive and convincing? Yeah. And nobody really is talking about that at the moment. And I'm trying to get that into, into the conversation by creating loads of content. It's a good conversation, yes. Which is why I just plugged it in my own podcast. Yeah. Plugging on your own podcast is pretty sad, isn't it? Uh, well, you know, maybe it works. So let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we, we've got the content. I mean, you were talking about what type of content. What, video, you've made loads of video. Uh, yes. And I was talking to Lauren Baker about video and repurposing it. What are your thoughts on that? Because you, you do video and you do the transcript systematically. Yes. yes. So, I mean, video is a great medium. I mean, you know, on these kinds of devices, these, these kinds of devices, um, video is an awesome medium, yeah. right? Uh, and I mean, it's great on desktop devices too, but in particular, mobile devices, people love video and consuming video. Yeah. It's a great way to reach out. YouTube is a pretty good size search yeah. engine. <laughs> uh, a lot of those YouTube videos get sucked into to Google, uh, and you know, people love the format. It's very good at things that require visuals. Even if all you're doing is sharing pretty charts, uh, data-driven yeah. charts. See, <laughs> see right here, people. Uh, all right, we don't have one right now. Uh, I, I'm going uh, to put one onto the video <laughs> just, just, just tonight. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, it's a very effective way of communicating. Um, so I think you can draw a lot of attention with that. And that is actually one of the ways you differentiate is um, it isn't just with the nature of the content, but the channel you use to communicate yeah. it or the format you use to create the content. So video versus infographic versus data-driven research yeah. versus uh, those are types of content. And then there is channels, which is do you focus on social or YouTube well, or... You I, here's a question, because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm creating this video and I'm going to try and make it valuable to my business on its own, just on YouTube. Yep. And then Google's a bonus. Yep. Uh, how far can I push that with other types of content? I.e. saying, I create content for a channel that isn't Google. And I make sure it's valuable. I make sure it's useful. I make the content valuable and pay me back as a, as a business on the channel I've created it for, and then push it out onto Google as a bonus. Yeah. Uh, Is that my new idea? I just made it up. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but if you're doing <laughs> that, you're coming kind of purely from the place of creating really good or great content. That's not a bad place to start. Yeah. So, you know, that's, I think, one of the big lessons is, like, if you start treating uh, the, uh, you know, SEO is important. Mm -hmm. Made my living in it for 20 years, more. Yep. 20, and 
than that. And and so, but if you like treat it like it's the only thing, yeah. you're going down the wrong path. Well, that, so that, that's what I'm trying to, or I'm, I'm getting really into, because I mean, we met a year and a half ago, yeah. and at that time I was still an SEO. Yeah. And now I'm pushing out and saying, oh, actually, it isn't that important. And if I can, new theory, make my content, what I'm creating, valuable in its own right in, a, in whatever platform I'm putting it out on, SEO is the bonus, which I don't know. I, I feel like I've gone an awfully long way away from it. Yes. Yeah, well, and SEO is still part of my DNA, but yeah. you know, I've got to have other parts to it too. Brilliant stuff. Thank you very much. That was absolutely brilliant. A quick goodbye to end the show. Thank you, Eric. Uh, my pleasure. Still not <laughs> singing it back to you, but anyway. Thank you. Thanks, everybody.